Happy Halloween, listeners. This is the Bad Etiquette Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Bronson. Remy the dog is... I haven't seen him in like a week. I have no idea where he is. Um, He's probably with my sister's. Relaxed, PETA. Um, I didn't lose him. Fuck. But I'm losing it without him. I tell you what. If there's one one little dog I want to dress up and go trick-or-treating with, it's Remy. Remington. Good old... I really miss Remy. Um... Bring Remy home, please. If you're listening to this. So, happy Halloween, people. This is my favorite holiday. This is my favorite month. This is my favorite time of year, aside from being sober, which is, since you asked, been going fantastically. Just terrific. I love how good I feel, how good I sleep, how good I look. I've lost weight. I highly recommend everyone taking a month off from substances just to see what your body could be capable of. And, you know, if not, well, whatever. Not my fucking problem. Sometimes that used to just go with 30 days, not even like a calendar month. Like I'd do the middle of January to the middle of February. That's pretty cool. Don't have to. You could do it like whenever you want. You could literally start on Halloween and then like by the time Black Friday rolls around or something, you could just get fucking high and people watch, right? Ugh, God, those holidays are coming up. Nasty. The amount of, like, give a fuck I have is for for Halloween and for October and for the whole spooky season compared to like the sheer like oh great we gotta go to someone's house we gotta go fucking eat the food i'm gonna get fatter and then immediately after everyone's gonna run to fucking best buy and the mall and shit and gonna go buy people a bunch of shit and i'm gonna have no money then it's gonna be december and then i'm gonna fucking stress about getting people presents and shit they want and have a list and i'm checking it off and i'm fucking checking it twice and shit and fucking then I get the same present two years in a row. That That's a real story. That actually happened. It's pretty funny. Thank you, Kylie. It's sweet. It's funny. We laugh about it now. But it sounds funny when I plug it into a little rant like that. Um, Yeah. Fuck Christmas and fuck Thanksgiving. I don't give a shit about those holidays compared to good old Halloween. And guess what? I'm fucking working Halloween. I'm working this Halloween if you're listening to this on Halloween, as you should be, or before Halloween, just know I'm at work right now and I'm hating it. I've been working. It sucks. We're going to fucking Starbucks on Halloween. All the fucking new people don't work Halloween, but I work Halloween. Are you fucking kidding me? How many years I've been at that fucking company? It's so stupid. I need to quit. I'm sick of this shit. You guys ever make your coffee and pour too much creamer in there? And you know, like, even you creamer people put too much creamer in there. I'll get it the Halloween stuff, don't worry. And then it just turns, like, super ghost white. It just looks like I'm drinking a white drink out of my white mug. I can't tell you how, how much white privilege this cup of coffee has right now. It's ridiculous. Anyways, speaking of white privilege and white people politics and bullshit like that, how many people are going to dress up as something racist? Huh? You going to dress as an Indian or maybe a, um, one of those, I don't even know what they're called. The, well, are you dressing as a sombrero with like a poncho and like have six shooters and a big old mustache? Hmm? You going to do that? You going to dress like that? Are you going to do blackface maybe? Um, black people, are you going to do whiteface? Huh? Are you going to put the red dot on your forehead for India? Honestly, like, all in all, really boring costumes. You know, racist or not, you guys really suck at making up costumes, coming up with costumes, very unoriginal, very boring. Like, how shitty would that be? Like, could you, there's always some dude just being like a ignorant looking, like, fucking caricature of like a black person, they're doing blackface and just something ridiculous or Justin Trudeau's doing Arabian Nights and it's just just aggressively like stupid looking. And it's like, that's not even a cool costume. Like, I don't even care if, you know, you do or don't like these people. Like, come up with a better costume. Uh, excuse me. 
makes makes no sense. Like if you're a white guy and you're going to do blackface, why not blackface's blade? Be a fucking badass or Black Panther or Michael Jet. Wait, that doesn't make that one doesn't make any sense. Um yeah, like you could do all kinds of things. I don't understand it. That's the cool thing about Michael Jackson is white people and black people can be him for Halloween and there's no problem unless the white person's being like the thriller. No, not even that cuz you'd be the zombie michael jackson anyways i think that there is a time and a place for you to have bad costumes and it's not where it ends your fucking career could you imagine like shit coming back around to haunt you um no pun intended like a halloween costume and it like derails your career and it's literally a bad costume that's one of my biggest fears is someone's gonna see my costumes from like the past and go ugh you're a Halloween fan? Yeah, right, you fucking bitch. I've never really had a super cool, elaborate costume in my life. Like, I'm not good at the costume thing. I'm good at every th- other part of Halloween. I love when I can decorate. Like, I, I really wish I would have decorated this year. I did not, but I'm fucking never here. No one's going to be here to give out candy to trick-or-treaters or anything. <sighs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, um, just bad at the costume thing, bad at the decorating thing, good at making Halloween playlists and then not putting them on public so no one can listen to them. But for those of you who want to listen to my Halloween playlist or this podcast, a perfect company to the other medium, search Dallas Gardner on Spotify. I'm probably at the very bottom, little icon of me skateboarding, and I'm going to have a Halloween playlist. Let me just double check, make sure it's... Uh, up and live and we can fucking check out some of the some of the stuff folks let's go here halloween make public playlist is now public bam live it should have been before yeah i made that playlist like weeks ago i also asked for suggestions so thank you to all zero of you who suggested songs and if you did and i forget it well sorry my bad creamy coffee that fucking creamy licious sweet cream and no actual coffee in my cup coffee seriously disgusting so disgusted with myself (sighs) there should be like a place where people have parties where they only dress not only dress but like where everyone agrees okay we're all gonna dress as in culturally insensitive costumes we're gonna have a party for it and not like a clan member party not like a hate rally but like you know how everyone has like a key party or things like that i don't know you just show up and everyone's just like oh look i'm culturally insensitive indian today or i'm culturally insensitive uh hasidic jew today and like everyone just agrees you're gonna fuck each other up just like i think that there's a space for that in like where comedians can do something like that because everyone just makes fun of everyone anyways face to face could you imagine if everyone just had like good fucking costumes and they weren't racist costumes you know you could just walk around in like a fucking ignorant like maga hat and have like fucking lazy eyes and no teeth and just just rip people apart just stereotype people walk in in a big penis costume and you're like no i'm jewish it's circumcised can't you see where's all the jewish stuff coming from never talk about that Ooh, sorry um i might be jewish did you guys ever tell you i found out i'm related and my real last name is schultz my great grandfather my grandfather's real mother's last name is schultz i don't know how jewish that is but it also might just be german and then who knows maybe i'm actually just a fucking nazi so let's uh moving on don't be a nazi you know one year um back when i was like a very very big feminist and super into like social justice warrior politics and i was super liberal and and i still am i just i just make jokes now that make it seem like i'm not um i asked this girl who was gonna host a halloween party who is also very feminist you know pixie cut they them friggin too much makeup like all the all the stuff you know no bra like you name it you know armpit hair dyed armpit hair 
totally this person, right? I asked if I could be a feminazi, like dress in like a Nazi uniform and have the feminist, like, you know, like the power fist with the female symbol, like where all the like SS and swastikas and iron crosses would be. And she said, no, that's when I, that's, that's one of the first times when I was like, okay, maybe you guys are nuts. This is funny. And I am feminist. So what's the problem? It was like, oh, okay. There's no room for funny around here. So (sighs) that's a slippery slope. I slipped down to social justice reformation. No more of that. Really, Dallas? You couldn't dress as a Nazi, so you got mad, and now you don't believe in justice? No, shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, or maybe there's, you know, no room for Halloween parties like that. But that would be, like, a perfect funny thing. Like, you just, like, have fucking hilarious stereotypes of people and just, just shit on people, and everyone agrees. Like, you know, only invite people who can fucking do it. You know, no cameras, obviously. Don't ruin anyone's careers. Just have like a fun... I'm sure that those things happen exactly how I described it. I know they happen because I already hosted one and it was so great. And you should have seen all the uh, hilarious um, costumes. But you can't because these people have careers and we can't do it. So thank you everyone who uh, attended my cultural insensitivity costume party. I appreciate it. Um, I have a lot of hoods on the coat rack that you guys can take back. I won't be needing those. So by all means, come pick them up anytime. Um, that would be great. Stop leaving the burning cross on my lawn. It's not funny anymore. Um, Halloween party's over. <sighs> so anyways, um, I had a couple suggestions for what I should do for this Halloween episode. One girl said, carve me like a pumpkin. Um, I don't have video yet, so we won't be doing that. Sorry. Maybe next year. Um, another lady said ghost stories. I don't have any ghost stories. I can't. Do I Do I really have that good of a ghost story voice? I, I don't think I do. Sorry, I paused there. I thought I was going to say it started a story, and I just nothing came to mind. Uh, you know what came to mind? The movie Role Models, when they're having like the campfire, and that dorky counselor is like, and the hook on the hand, I don't know, whatever dumb shit he said. And then uh, another listener said, rate people's costumes. Guess what? I don't have any costumes to rate. It's not quite Halloween yet. And then this is in when I'm recording this, but it's on Halloween when this is coming out. I don't have any costumes to rate. You know, obviously there was a ton of cool costumes at the bar. And I took some pictures, so I'll post some of those up for that Halloween party for the Circus Starts at Midnight show, which I'm so happy everyone attended. That was a fantastic show and a fantastic group of people. And some of you people were gross, drunk, and sloppy, and it's nasty, so maybe. It sucks when you show up to an event and, like, you're stoked to mingle with people, but there's people already just, like, sloppy. And just, it sucks. And, you know, you just, it's hard not to judge people being a sober asshole in a bar environment. And there's just smeared makeup, sweaty, drunk costume. And I mean, like, costume makeup, not girl makeup. I'm not saying there's girls that were sloppy there. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, so... That sucked. I rate uh, the costume on sloppiness. They lost. These people lost. These sloppy people lost. Um, and then another one said, uh, what I should, should do is, uh, I don't even uh, understand the what I posted and how this makes like grammatical sense, so bear with me. And I'm not trying to insult the person, but... Um, how girls shouldn't act like spoothy goth, goth hoes just cause, but it should be year round. I know, I know what this listener is saying. Girls shouldn't just be spooky, goth, cool, and like fucking edgy and alternative looking just for one day of the year. And they shouldn't just have their titties and butt cheeks out and fucking shit like that just one day of the year. It should be all year round. Well, guess what? 
I don't think you're on Instagram very often because there's a lot of fucking spooky gothos that are like that all year round. So, you know, just Google big titty goth girlfriend and you'll have all these um, girls just like that. So not that I've ever done that. I say Google that. I meant like search the hashtag. Not that I've ever done that. All right. And then someone just said juggalos. Fuck juggalos, man. If you're a juggalo and you're listening to this, I'm very happy for you. You figured out the technology on your Android phone. Um, That's super great. Um, I'm happy about the Walmart plan that you got for the phone. And that you have your first smartphone. And maybe one day the... uh, the front-facing camera will work, and, uh, like, I'm happy for you. That's fantastic. Go Juggalos, you know, whatever. You're also technically a gang, and usually government controlling people and categorizing them and trying to, uh, you know, alienate them in some sort of, like, controlling way, I'm very against. But Juggalos being classified as a gang by the FBI is the funniest shit I've ever heard. Like, you guys are so up your own asses with your asinine music culture that you got classified as a gang. Because there's so many, this shit attracts so many, like, trashy, like, criminal type. Not even, like, criminals, but, like, petty bullshit. Just a bunch of meth labs and stuff and, like, petty theft and graffiti and stupid shit. This is what happens when white people try to have, like, a nationwide gang. They turn into juggalos. Um, and then someone said something ghost related, ghosting included. Ouch. Sorry. Some people get ghosted. You know why people get ghosted? Because no one knows how to fucking communicate anymore. It's so much easier to just be like, and I'm done. Like you, if you don't want to get ghosted, see the person you're talking to in person, face to face and talk to them verbally, physically, audio, audio in ear face-to-face, and they won't ghost you. They're less likely they will will be to ghost you. You need to have a fucking real face-to-face interaction. Not FaceTime. Not FaceTime, bitch. Not the other one that the Samsung users use or Android or whatever the fuck the blurry camera phones are. Excuse me. It's for Hannah. Happy Halloween, Hannah. Um, You can't... You can't just fucking expect not to be ghosted. When you just, you can't just text someone, you can't just Tinder someone, you can't just DM someone. If they don't see you in person, like, just be like, hey, want to grab some coffee? That's it. Nothing more. Doesn't have to be anything weird. I'll come to you. You come to me. Then maybe we'll come together. Get it afterwards. So there. That's how you you don't get ghosted and don't ghost people. You know? And if you want to ghost people, fucking ghost the shit out of them. Go, boo, I'm out of here. Just, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit. Why do I give a shit? You took that really personal, Dallas. Have you been ghosted in the past before? No. All right. We got um, one more suggestion. Good guy says, best Halloween movies for kids and adults. Well, that was the most stimulating response and idea. And I really like movies. And that was super easy to just spin off an idea. So what you're going to get from me, folks, is a glorified Halloween movie best of top 15 list in suggestions so we're gonna do the kids first because i know they have to get to bed soon and you gotta they have a curfew and you can't just waste all the time on on them uh at the end there and can't you know all right so here are my top 15 and i even got a bonus one in there uh kids movies for halloween even a whole month of October, maybe next year, maybe your kids are fucking diehard little gothy, weird fucking dorks like I was, and they're going to watch these movies all throughout the fucking year. Starting off first with the classic, the greatest Halloween movie for kid, the most, the, 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 what do you call it when something, the crossover, the hybrid, the hocus pocus, folks, hocus pocus, focus, focus, <laughs> Hocus Pocus is a fantastic kids movie. It came out in like 1995 or some shit, which is like the year I came out. Not out of the closet, but my mom's vagina. So it's really, really 
an important. This is a staple. This is a Halloween staple. I can't believe how big Hocus Pocus has gotten because it was just a really like cool movie when I was a kid. But now it's like a must have that ABC family, what it got turned into Freeform or whatever. They play Hocus Pocus every other fucking day. Even when it's not Halloween, even when it's not October, they're just like, oh, by the way, Hocus Pocus, amazing. Eat this. And they shove it down your fucking throat. Also, shout out to Doug Jones if there's any way, shape, Anyway, in hell you're listening to this. He's a man who plays uh, Billy Butcherson, the zombie dude who gets pulled out. Um, he is my friend. Thank you. I love you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for talking to me online all the time for years. You're great. Um, shout out. <laughs> Fucking humble brag over here, right? And then we got the Disney Channel. Sequels included. Halloween Town. Halloween Town's fantastic. It is amazing. It is so cute. Debbie, the late Debbie Reynolds is in it. It's amazing. I don't know how Halloween existed before this movie came out for kids. It's a must see. And also Return to Halloween Town, Halloween Town High. Um, did I say Return to Halloween Town? No, it's ha- is it, or is it Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge? And then Return to Halloween Town is the fourth one, right? Anyways, Halloween Town High. They're all fantastic. They're super cool. If you just want to stay inside, maybe your kid, you know, is in a wheelchair and they can't, you know, just go trick or treat that easily because you live like in a hilly neighborhood and there's, you know, and the brakes don't always work so well and they're flying down the fucking hills and there's a lot of stairs up to people's places and you're like, eh, maybe we'll just um, stay inside this year, Timmy. Watch the Halloween Town movies. They're fantastic. They're amazing. Casper. Number three, Casper. Christina Ritchie, this is going to be a long, this is going to take forever, guys. <sighs> I'm going to fucking <clears throat> burn through the couple of these. Casper, Christina Ritchie, amazing. She's hot um, now, not when she was a kid in the movie. That's gross, right? Um, Bill Pullman, swell guy, love him. Um, movie fucks me up, actually. It's kind of a really deep movie for a kid's movie. And next we have Monster House, which was suggested by listener... Brett, I've never seen Monster House, or at least I've never seen all of it, but I know they used to play on Cartoon Network a lot, so you can you can enjoy that. Listen to it there. Listen to it there. Listen to my podcast and then watch it there. That's what I meant. Nightmare Before Christmas. We have number five, Nightmare Before Christmas. This movie, I've only seen this movie once, and I do own it somewhere on VHS. This movie is just as much a Christmas movie as it is a Halloween movie, and if you think any different... Watch it in on Christmas and shut the fuck up. <sighs> Number six, Goosebumps, The Haunted Mask. I picked this one because it's a classic. This is from the 90s. This is a Halloween movie. It is Halloween directly oriented. This girl has this mask. Can't, can't take it off. Fucking spooky ass shit. But also, I do recommend the Jack Black films because he plays like R.L. Stein And they're really fun and they're really cool. And they're not terribly made. And I enjoy those. And for, you know... A, PG movie and Jack Black. I since I virtually am a arguably Jack Black's uh, illegitimate child, it's really nice to see my good old pop up there in a on the big screen again. Um, and then we have what is this? And we got one, two, three, four. Uh, we got number seven: scary stories to tell in the dark. Now, I never read these books growing up because I was already like graduated from that weird bullshit onto like way weirder, worse bullshit. I was like, eh, you know, <clears throat> that's just who I was. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to talk about how edgy and cool and weird and goth and dark and R-rated movie watching shit in person I was, but scary stories to tell in the dark, Um, you know, more of a teenage film, more of like a young, young adult, like 13, 14 year old good scary movie to watch things like that and bonus bonus number eight we got a bonus we have a short film one of the cutest short films ever room on the broom you can find this on netflix it's this witch who has room on her broom and she picks up a cute couple friends on the way and when i mean cute i mean they're adorable not like she's like oh they're cute i hope they slide down this broomstick onto the end anyways um Number nine, this is a classic. I recommend this to everyone. I recommend everyone watch this when they're a child. If you're an adult and you've never seen it, your life has already been ruined. So I'm sorry for you. Um, you shouldn't have gotten in that man's van. 
Young Frankenstein. Perfect movie. Black and white, hilarious, kid-friendly, dynamic humor you're not going to get till you're older, whatever. Just great. Funny. There's not, you know, too many bad things about it. I feel like I wouldn't be as, as I don't know, well-rounded of a human or a kid if it wasn't for Young Frankenstein. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Number 10, Coraline. Good spooky movie classic. Not a Tim Burton film. Many people think it is, but it's not. And number 11, uh, actual Tim Burton film. Arguably not really um, <clears throat> a, a PG-rated film, but it is rated PG. Beetlejuice. I'll just say it once because you say it twice. You say it three times. He's going to show up and <clears throat> he's going to steal your girlfriend. He's going to steal your wife. He's going to kill you. He's going to try to marry your daughter. Beetlejuice is really just like, he's like a fucking, it's kind of like the bad friend. It's like your friend you got to warn people about. I relate to Beetlejuice a lot. Number 12, don't look under the bed. This fucking Disney Channel classic. They don't even play this on Disney Channel anymore. I don't know if you've been seeing about this fucking article that keeps going around that's uh, like they don't even play this thing because it's so scary and upsetting to kids. And it genuinely is kind of a fucking scary movie, especially for little kids like on a channel like that. I get it. You know, maybe not raise such little pussies and maybe toughen your kids up and let them watch Don't Look Under the Bed. But Disney Plus is going to have all these Disney movies, so might as well fucking check out Don't Look Under the Bed. Great classic. Um, number 13, The Addams Family. You, how can you go wrong? And not the new one, not the animated one. Get that shit the fuck out of my face. I'm talking about the one with Christine Ritchie again. Am I saying her name wrong? I don't care. <clears throat> and number 14, The Little Vampire. Someone was saying this doesn't get enough love. And guess what? I'm giving a little love. Little Vampire. Kylie actually ordered The Little Vampire and paid for it on my Amazon account, so... The Little Vampire. Maybe I shouldn't even have included this. All right. And 15. Well, there was the bonus one. Then this is 14, technically. And then I'll get to... Anyways. The Haunted Mansion. Eddie Murphy. Fantastic comedic actor. You know. The best. I love it. It's great. I need to get going to the adult list now. I'm going to take a break. Clear whatever's in my throat the fuck out. I have somewhere to be soon. Um, I have some trick-or-treating to do. I have some pumpkin smashing to do. I have some... Uh, Detroit apartment buildings to burn down. You'll see what I'm referencing on the adult list there. Finally, my favorite kids Halloween movie, one I hold near and dear to my heart, and I have it literally like download. It's on like hard drives in my house. I have multiple copies of this. The Halloween Tree. It's a story by Ray Bradbury. You know, the man who did Fahrenheit 451, which I'm looking at my bookshelf for. Did he? Did I even? Did he? Do I own that book? I wonder what my neighbors are thinking. Yay. Yeah, Ray Bradbury, narrated by Leonard Nimoy, also known as Spock, bitch. And that's for the kids' movies, folks. And then I'll do TV shows and adult movies coming right up. And I'll be right back. Go get some trick-or-treating done, and we'll finish this episode. Hey, Bad Etiquette listener. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support the podcast, you can donate to our PayPal at paypal.me slash baddowns. Okay, um, here, I'm going to recommend some TV shows for you for Halloween to watch. Month of October, next year, this year, whenever. You can binge watch Twilight Zone. They always have marathons. It's available on Netflix. We have Haunting of Hill House. It's my favorite TV show. One of my favorite TV shows ever. Might arguably be my favorite thing Netflix has ever put out. Not including stand-up specials. But as far as like... Um, narrative goes and like fucking scripted TV shows and movies and everything. Haunting of Hill House is genuinely like one of these crazy emotional fucking 
roller coasters of a fucking like one season of just like crazy cool shit. They have the creepiest fucking backgrounds. I've always wanted to make a movie or a show where like creepy shit happens in the background and there's literally nothing but that going on in this fucking show. And it's so fucking cool. And once you see your first ghost in the background of this TV show, your fucking spine tingles. It's insane. There's goosebumps and hairs on your neck stand up. It's it's really crazy. Also, got it. Speaking of great shows on Netflix, Stranger Things. I've never even seen this third season. Never finished the second season. But you know, I know what an important show this is to culture, and it's a good show. I enjoyed most of it. Um, for what I saw, I'll finish it someday. Stranger Things. There's not memes about it because it's bad. It's a great show. Do it. Watch it. Ash versus Evil Dead. Sadly, canceled. Amazingly entertaining. Nonetheless, love Bruce Campbell. Love all the dead eye action. Nothing. I love a good show like this because something like this makes me want to create something, makes me want to draw, makes me want to like make something of my own. It's very inspiring in a very strange way. Highly recommend Ash vs. Evil Dead. And another great TV show that pits a manly man against the forces of evil, which was also sadly canceled, fucking canceled. Maybe my favorite on this list, Stan Against Evil. Dana Gold wrote and directed this thing, and he stars in, or guest cameos, as the grave the groundskeeper at the cemetery, whatever. I love this show. This it has such a cool like hometown like little f- vibe and feel, and it has like practical effects and there's like a nice small budget. Just you can't go wrong with the actors whose name is escaping me. He plays Doctor Cox on uh, Scrubs. Fantastic! I love this guy. Um, really like invigorated this weird caricature of manliness inside of me. So if I've been weird and annoying, it's it's his fault. All right, and lastly, I'm going to dig through the ditches and burn through the witches when it comes to this adult movies playlist, because I know a playlist. You guys got some fucking trick-or-treating to do. You know what? Maybe I'll, I'll take my time on this. I'll take my time on this, because I'm only, like, what, 30 minutes in? We're fine. <sighs> I'm going to go from the bottom up. This is in no particular order. Same thing with the kids' movies. No particular order, even though... Hocus Pocus is, you know, king and the Halloween tree is my fave. So here here are my recommendations for the Halloween movies and horror movies to watch this October 31st or any fucking time you want for that matter. Thank you for putting up with me, folks. This is a this is a Halloween special. Maybe we'll have some spooky sound effects and maybe some. Rob Zombie intro and some fucking John Carpenter outro. Who knows? Hard to say. Excuse me. Jesus. I I finally figured out why I burp so much from doing this. When someone talks as much as this, there's so much like movement in the vocal cords and so much like air and gas and shit being like, you burn a lot of calories when you're talking, man. (sighs) All right, folks. Ginger Snaps. This is an amazing movie. If you like female empowerment, which who doesn't? Um, <laughs> Ginger Snaps is just one of these awesome fucking movies from the 90s that centers around these two girls and one of them, these two sisters, total outcasts and freaks. One of them gets bitten by uh, a werewolf and slowly terrorizes the town and it's amazing and it's such a cool refreshing like take on a werewolf story because you've seen them all you heard them all this one has a really cool like dare i say like a like a feminist edge to it really enjoy it it's like a super fucking radical female-centered horror movie you know i may say a lot of fucked up things but i really enjoy when they fucking they make things make things for women by women about women you know it's important ginger snaps is a good movie it's a great movie but even you know we're not being political and stuff like uh, just really classic horror movie has a great feel to it makes me want to listen to typo negative and fucking dress in like weird baggy pants and have a chain wallet and fucking 
frost my tips. I don't know. It just this is very period piece of the nineties, it seems. And if you guys reference back to the first half of this show, when I mentioned Detroit buildings being burnt down, I was really referring to the crow. This amazing, heartbreaking classic, the final film of Brandon Lee. Was Brandon Lee? Yeah, Bruce Lee's son. I almost said Chris Ridley. Um, another horror movie legend. Brandon Lee's last film, who was sadly shot and killed by a faulty prop on set. So the man who plays the uh, main character dies in the movie and like 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 that's how it becomes a crow i'm not spoiling the ending for you shut the fuck up and then the guy dies in real life so it's really sad i really love this movie i this is one of those movies that i was recommended as a little kid like my parents are like oh you got to see this and i'm like i do <laughs> i'm six so i watched this really early on really fucking good movie super recommend i thought god <laughs> creeping myself out here i thought i heard something in the background there there was ghosts in here. Number 13, we got Evil Dead. Evil De- I'm putting Evil Dead 1 and 2 in one in one entry here. Just since I'm numbering them for some arbitrary reason. There's 15, but there's really like multiple on each list that aren't or make it more than 15. I don't know. <sighs> Jesus Christ in hell. I'll hail the Halloween king, pumpkin king, devil. Alright. Evil Dead. Um do need need I say more? This is a fucking amazing, and I'm talking about the original. I'm talking about Evil Dead Two, the superior sequel, as we all know. It's very rare that the sequels are better than the original movie, but this is one of the cases where the sequel is, in fact, such a stronger film. You know, bigger budget, higher higher quality, funnier, better special effects, even though they're all practical. Virtually, I highly recommend the Evil Dead series. And the Evil Dead remake that came out in 2013 um, with that girl from Don't Breathe. I forget her name. Honorable mention, Don't Breathe. That's a good one. Um, And moving on. Speaking of Rob Zombie, House. This is my favorite. I, I think this might be my favorite Halloween movie. And I know I'm reading it off like it's only like the fourth one. This is pretty sure my favorite halloween movie like i when i watch this i go yes halloween i'm in the halloween spirit this and the crow strangely enough house of a thousand corpses the beginning of the firefly firefly family trilogy i'm talking about devil's rejects and the newly released three from hell three from hell did i say that right three from hell house of a thousand corpses this has people in it that you're going to recognize from very popular shows like The Office and um, Talking Dead, things like that. We have Rain Wilson and Chris Hardwick in this movie. Um, we get to see the one of the like epitome of awesome original characters in horror, Captain Spaulding. It's such a great film. I love the like feel to it. Feels great. Feels like you're literally in Rob Zombie's head in a weird way. You know? Very fantastic. I say fantastic a lot. I don't know what to I don't I need to find another fucking word that describes things. It's it's fucked up. It's a little scary. It's like gory. Um it's kind of like a weird fever dream, but also like really explicit. I don't know how to describe it in like romantic words. I just highly recommend House of Thousand Corpses. I didn't even know. So I saw The Devil's Rejects first. I didn't know House of Thousand Corpses was even related or even a Rob Zombie film. It took me like way longer. I was like, wait, what? Oh shit, I gotta see that. I th- I used to get House of a Thousand Corpses Um the house of the devil and then the house of blood i think or there's another one i don't know um like i used to get these like three movies confused for each other and just like based on word association and it was just so stupid of me because i missed out i could have been watching house of a thousand corpses and been viewing it many multiple times over 
early on in my childhood. And maybe I'd be like so graduated past this, we'd have like a completely different list. But no, you're getting House of a Thousand Corpses on it. Okay, folks, this next entry, I'm gonna, some of you are not gonna know what I'm talking about. Some of you are gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you wanna see Jessica Alba get a finger in her ass, watch this movie. This is called Idle Hands. Pretty sure Devin Saw was in it, and that guy from, uh, what's that movie? Butterfly Effect, not Ashton Kutcher, but the other guy. Um, yeah, not Ethan Suplee, but the other guy. Forget his, I don't know his name. Oh, he plays Foggy in uh, Foggy Nelson in the Daredevil on Netflix. He's in this. This is a fantastic movie. You said fantastic again, Dallas, you piece of shit. You fucking cocksucker. You fucking suck at Halloween bastard. You fucking big-headed idiot sucks and is working on Halloween and not having any fun. Idle hands. Jesus. This movie's great. It's about this, like, fucking dude's hand gets possessed and he has to cut it off and it starts, like, causing havoc. And I don't know. It's amazing. I, I wish I was watching it right now instead of doing this fucking podcast. That's how good. This is how fun and cool this movie is seriously like a standout on this list like if i could pick three movies on this list that i would force people to watch this is one of them and ginger snaps is the other and then i'll tell you the third by the end of the list because you'll you'll figure it out and the next on to the next this beautiful beautiful little girl gets possessed i think you know what i'm talking about legally blonde no <laughs> not legally blonde the exorcist did you just try to be funny dallas yeah L- legally blonde that's right legally blonde legally blair legally linda lee blair linda blair that's what i'm trying to say linda blair plays this girl named reagan gets possessed i think you know the story the exorcist this is apparently the scariest movie to ever come out And it it does give you really that, you know, creepy feeling when it's on. Sometimes it does feel like there's pure evil in the room when you put this thing on. This is one of those movies you have to watch with all of the lights out. And honestly, if you're watching horror movies with the lights on, it's kind of like having sex with a condom on. It's like, yeah, you're having fun, but you're being a little too safe. Why don't you let things, let all the feelings get to you? Why don't you let all the fun parts happen? Why don't you let the blood happen let the blood get on you let the fucking guts get on you you know you know what i'm saying the exorcist has subliminal met like imagery in it oh man i i couldn't i couldn't recommend the exorcist enough anyways as it is so just how, how do you guys love me doing these exhausting fucking lists where I just say things are fantastic and I highly recommend them a lot? I'm just giving you guys. Do you guys want me to brush through them? All right, the Exorcist, fantastic. Next we have. Oh, I can't even skip over this one because this is literally one of my favorite fucking movies of all time, and I did just mention it earlier. The House of the Devil. This movie was made by one of the guys. They made. They started Mumblegore. Or mumble horror? What is mumble gore? Is that what it's called? That kind of subgenre of um you know, the guys did like your next and VHS and the fucking uh those type those type of movies. I don't even know. But regardless, one of the guys in I wanna say your next, he plays like the weird hipster that gets a fucking arrow through his head in the beginning of the movie. Um I'm pretty sure he made this film. I could be mistaken and I don't have my notes in front of me, but this movie has a really classic vintage look to it. It looks like it was filmed in the 70s or 80s, and it came out in like 2009, I think. It quickly became one of my favorite movies. It It is a slow burn. It builds up so well, and then when things finally start happening, they really finally start happening, and all the characters, there's only a few actors in the whole movie, and every single one of them brings it. I love when there's these small movies and there's no weak points on the cast. Everyone's just like so their characters. They have one job they know what to do and they fucking bring in. They got paid to do it and they're fucking out of there. Like the Ramones. <clears throat> A lot of talking to do today. <sighs> All right. And next I can kind of brush over these two. But, you know, Scream, classic. 
reinvented horror movies, Wes Craven, the man who brought us Nightmare on Elm Street, which is also next on the list. So thank you, Wes Craven. We have Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street, untouchable classics. They are fucking perfect. Oh, also sidebar, for those of you who didn't know, the big four of horror movie slashers are Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface, and Michael Myers. It's unfuckwithable. Keep your fucking Chuckies to yourself. Keep your fucking Pennywises to yourself. Keep your fucking um, what's the what's the the name the, the scream the actor Ghostface? Keep that fucker away. Like they, they're not. They're not. Stop. Keep Hellraiser like Pinhead from Hellraiser. That dude, like those. Those are not. Those are not. Those are in a class of their own. They're totally different. Leave me the fuck alone. Those are like the 90s, right? Except that one that clearly wasn't the 90s. Which one did I mention? No, they're all pretty much late 80s, 90s movies, huh? Pennywise, yeah. No, yeah. So those are like 90s. 80s slashers are king, okay? Didn't Texas Chainsaw come out in 1974? Shut the fuck up. All right. Next, we have... I think you'll know this guy, John Carpenter. I mentioned his name. Maybe we'll have some John Carpenter music in this show. That'd be really cool. Who knows? Jonathan, JLo, you listening? Um, the Thing. I love movies that's, that are make me feel cold inside and cold on the outside. This is one of those movies. Fucking science research facility in Antarctica stops this dog from getting killed by these like Europeans that are shooting it shooting at it from a helicopter and they get let this dog in with the other like snow dogs they have in there and it turns out that dog wasn't really a dog and i'll just let you figure out from there what the fuck happens because it's amazing and if you haven't seen the thing come on go fuck yourself it's amazing it's amazing it is literally a perfect horror movie i've all the horror movies on here this might be like either the first or second like highest rated film like standalone like not even in horror movies like this is a great movie like a perfectly done film really really great really suspenseful all right and we have friday the 13th yes i'm saying the original that doesn't have jason Voorhees in it because he's just a retarded boy who was drowned and no one loved him and he pops up at the end Spoiler alert. You know, watch this movie just alone to see Kevin Bacon get a fucking arrow through the throat and a lot of blood. So um, this sets up the whole franchise and they built an entire horror empire off of a movie that didn't even have its main character in it. There's no other movies that do that. There's no other movies that do that. There's no other franchises that do that. It's amazing. If you can think of one, fucking tweet me. But I don't think so. Ah, yes, and this one is a staple of the Halloween season. I'm talking about remembering the Time Warp Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. The Rocky Horror Picture Show with none other than Tim Curry, also known as Pennywise the Clown in the 1990s miniseries It. Ah, this movie, you have to go see a Rocky Horror Picture Show performance at some time during fall. It's not Halloween season without it. I've seen one this year. Have you? You fucking bitch. You fucking pussy. You fucking trans transphobe. I saw this movie when I was like in eighth grade. This movie made me more tolerant of trans people before I was even like tolerant of homosexual people. Like I was still like an ignorant little like, ooh, gross, gays, ooh, gross, lesbos. Even though like I only watched lesbian porn when I was 14. Bunch of fucking, yeah, you could see like how you can't trust anything teenagers say or think. They're just a bunch of fucking hormonal dipshits. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Pick Rocky Horror Picture Show. Seriously. Watch this movie. Be a part of the environment. Be a part of the culture. Go see a live one and just give in. Give yourself to pleasure, whatever the fucking line is. All right. Now I have down to the top three, last three. Amazing. The mm, I don't even know how to tell you these. 
I'm just going to go through it quick. Donnie Darko. No one mentions this movie around Halloween. I've always wanted to be Donnie Darko for Halloween. Easiest costume, just dress up as a skeleton with a gray hoodie, like a zipper hoodie around it, and just look, you know, sad. Super easy for me. Um, <clears throat> any movie that has this much 80s music in that takes place in the 1980s and get burned pedophiles' houses down, like, you... My favorite thing about the Donnie Darko movies is movie that is is that he sleepwalks and i used to be a big sleepwalker one time i sleptwalked from my friend colby's house that i was spending the night at to my house all the way back to colby's house yeah i was a big sleepwalker and we didn't live like down the street from each other we lived like at least a good block away it was no small feat to sleepwalk like that on a fucking frontage road too jesus dangerous shit man and number two this is the other movie when I'm saying you have to watch this movie. You have to watch Idle Hands. You have to watch Ginger Snaps. And you have to watch Trick or Treat. I'm not talking about the 1980s one with Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons and Metalheads. I'm talking about <clears throat> the one that came out in the 2000s. You know what I'm talking about. Trick or Treat. Trick, the letter R, and Treat. Introduced us to that little fucking creep Sam. Sorry if your name's Sam out there, you fucking creeps, but trick or treat. Untouchable. Really classic. You oh, get to see a bunch of kids die. This is not for kids. This is the antithesis to all the kids' Halloween movies because see a bus full of children die. Do recommend. And lastly, but not leastly, a three way tie between these titans of a franchise Halloween, the original, 1978 original. Halloween 2, the sequel, which takes place the like November 1st or the very same night, like literally just Halloween part two. I also do recommend that you watch Halloween 1 and 2 Rob Zombie remakes. They're this really interesting like branch off from the mythos and as you can tell, I'm a big Rob Zombie fan, so I apologize. I'm just fucking shilling his shit here. But <sighs> you gotta wa- you gotta watch those. If you like Michael Myers and Halloween mythos and universe and that kind of thing, explore these. Take them for what they will. I saw them in theaters. With I saw the second one in theaters with my friend Colby, my friend Braxton, and Braxton's mom. And it was so upsetting. She went into the back of the movie theater and started knitting to like, so she didn't have to watch this movie because it was so fucking gory and gnarly. And it is a pretty fucking gnarly movie. So, <sighs> but also that's not the three I'm, I, I'm talking about the other, other one season of the witch. This one is not even a fucking Michael Myers story. When I was a kid and I found that out, I was so pissed. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? It's not even a Michael Myers movie. Why do you call yourself Halloween 3? This is a bunch of fucking bullshit. It makes no sense. I don't know any other franchise that does this where it's like, Star Wars 1, Star Wars 2, Star Wars, nothing to do with these characters. Star Wars 4, Star Wars 5. Like, what the fuck? So, um, Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Michael Myers, Halloween 3, the Shamrock costume company or candy company, whatever, is this evil corporation and i'm just gonna tell you right now that also not kid friendly not on the kids list and up there with trick-or-treat in terms of harming children (sighs) you know it, it was just an underrated underrated movie just like a really important entry in this strange halloween franchise that i did not appreciate when i was a kid like not at all it what I realized why I was so upset is because I was a kid watching this movie happen and there's some fucked up shit that happens in this movie to kids. So if you like watching kids getting hurt, there's a Instagram page, but there's also season of the witch Halloween three and trick or treat. (sighs) Jesus. Next time you, I talk to you guys, sober October is going to be sober oct over it's gonna be done i might be a little high i might be a little drunk i might be 
continuing being sober anyways, just because I feel so great. <sighs> All right. Now time for some honorable mentions as far as the Halloween movies go. Slither. Body Horror. Check it out. The Blair Witch Project from the 1990s. Beautiful movie. Fantastic. God damn it. Stop saying that. Son of a bitch. Just fucking stab me in the mouth every time I say it. Pet Cemetery. I know. I already did the review on the remake earlier this year. I really love it. I know I have the tattoo. Dallas, I can't believe you didn't put Pet Cemetery in Halloween list. Well, I wanted to, but it's really just I don't feel like it's a Halloween movie. Like, I feel like it's a good scary movie, but I don't feel like it's a Halloween area type movie. It might totally be, and I'm just ignorant. <sighs> Here we go. Here's another honorable mention. Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, House on Haunted Hill, the remake and the original. And I really hope we do get like a modern day remake of House on Haunted Hill because that'd be so fucking cool. Just to see what they could do with it. Because think about all the, all the insane horror movies that are just bringing it hard. Bringing it hardcore. I love it. It's great. Also, Sleepy Hollow. Another Tim Burton movie. Really good. Really fucking... I didn't feel it was a Halloween movie, but we got some honorable mentions out of it. It's good for me. Excuse me. Um, someone suggested Hellraiser 2 which is one of those movies where it's like maybe the sequel is better than the original. It really in introduces us to the pinhead character and then introduces us to, you know, kind of like how maybe that's kind of how the Friday the 13th, how the second one really introduced us to Jason Voorhees. Hmm. Interesting. And then the, yeah, I, th I think I think that's a fair assessment. Um. Also, It 1 and 2. I'm talking about the miniseries, but I'm also talking about the the new one, the 2017 one, 2018 one, whenever that came out. And then the part 2, chapter 2. That shit was so good. I love that shit. I love that shit hard. Someone was trying to shame me for liking it, and I was like, ew, dude, like, I'm enjoying something and you're shitting on me? You know I can fucking bite your tongue off and spit it in your face, bitch. I enjoyed things. Sorry. Got a little wild there. I'm in the Halloween spirit. I'm in the gore spirit. And, oh, this one really almost made the list. I'm, I could honestly repla replace, like, one of the, I could replace, like, Scream or Friday the 13th, one of the old classics, just so we could have this one in here, just to give you more variety. Candyman. Fucking Candyman. Candyman. Okay, if I say it two more times, I'm fucked. He's going to show up, just like Beetlejuice. <sighs> Shit, I said that three times. He's fucking behind me now. <laughs> yeah, Candyman is very different from the rest of these movies. It is creepier. It is gory. It is is right is right up there. Like in terms of '90s slashers, Candyman is up there. It's Candyman. I guess freaking out because I'm saying this so much. Everyone who's seen it knows exactly what I'm talking about. <coughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> it's funny. How many times can you say Jesus Christ? He still doesn't show up. Um, where? Oh, looking for my water bottle. It's right in my lap. You have a really intelligent host this Halloween. I did just talk for like an hour straight. <coughs> Not a lot of brain cells left. I'm literally spitting them out on the, onto the microphone. Anyways, this has been um, the Bad Etiquette Halloween special. I appreciate all you fantastic folks. You're fantastic listening. You're fantastic um, putting up with me saying that word. I really hope that, uh, honestly, if you guys want a Halloween drinking game, just take a drink every time I say fantastic and you'll be dying of alcohol poisoning by the time the candy bowls are empty at people's houses, so give it a shot thank you for enjoy, uh sitting through this bullshit um another episode coming at you in a week happy halloween be safe out there have fun trick-or-treating um look out for razor blades and candy apples and things like that um candy apples with razor blades yeah whatever you know the deal this has been the first halloween in the bad etiquette household 
The Bad Etiquette, Empire. The Bad Etiquette, Haunted Mansion. I'll see you guys. Happy Halloween.